Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. And I quote, Skeddy. Let's talk devils and islanders. Let's talk penguins and rangers. But let's not talk about flyers, because they're a bunch of fucks, which no one can deny, which no one can deny. Episode 108 of the Friends and Rivals podcast coming at you live and hot. I'm one of your hosts. Joining me each week are Stephen Wojtowicz. Bill. I'm just Bill. Nick Larita. You, you have just to fuck with Somebody Why has to you? fuck it up. You weren't even here for last week's opening. So you should have That's at least right. said your whole freaking name. Shout Bill out to Fougere episode. de Champagne. Uh, not, not the full stupid name. Just your first and last name will be just fine. Shout out episode number 108. You know who you are. What? What? Okay. <laughs> All right. There's a shout out to some mystery person in some secret rendezvous is yeah, going to happen. Is it some secret rendezvous? It's uh, it's hot. That's all I know. I just know that that's that that was hot. I don't know why, but I'm turning. Well, we're live and hot. So, live and hot. Live and hot, baby. All right, you, uh, Bill, Steve, you guys went on a journey this this past weekend to a magical little town called Allentown. Yes. And you saw the uh, the we saw where the, all the factories are closing down. Well, yeah, I would imagine. But wait, was that anywhere near where that friggin' chocolate factory burnt up on Friday? No, because that was and in where were you guys in relation to that chocolate factory, Bill? Just I was just smelling the I was just smelling it cooking, and I I was just super hungry. But other than that, I wasn't really close to it. All right, all right. So you guys attended the um, the NCAA tournament out in Allentown. Why don't you uh, give us your feedback on it, dude? What what an amazing a couple of a uh, couple of days of hockey. So I mean, like the 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 Big Ten sent four teams into the tournament. Um, two of them two of them went to the Allentown into the Allentown bracket, Penn State and Michigan, and they were playing uh, Michigan Tech. Penn State played Michigan Tech, and um, the and Michigan played Colgate, Colgate in the first round. Colgate, which which had upset Quinnipiac and Harvard to get there. Uh, to win their their uh, the ECAC, I, I believe, and, and, uh, and I ended love it up with a, with, a, with a bid, and uh, yeah, but you know, Colgate. I mean, Colgate showed up. You know, it, it might have well has been Palm Olive out there against uh, Michigan because <laughs> that's not uh, even a toothpaste. That's a dish soap. But Colgate Palm Olive is it's the company one company now. though. Stupid, uh, <laughs> oh, is it? Who cares? <laughs> um, well, that that first day that we saw, I mean, the the Big Ten teams just crushed. I mean, it, it by a combined score of uh, nineteen to one. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Penn State beat uh, Michigan Tech eight nothing, and then uh, Michigan beat Colgate eleven to one. It was, and then you know, setting up the the matchup on on uh, Sunday between those two uh, for the final four. It was it was on, man. It was a uh, but fun day, fun day of hockey on on Friday. What did you think, Steve? Couldn't couldn't agree more. I, w- I was impressed with uh, Penn State's physical play. I was not impressed with their psychotic fans. And it, it people. It seemed we discussed this. It seemed like Michigan Tech's offense was like two shifts in each period, where they where they put on a barrage of shots. But after that, there wasn't much consistent offensive action on the Michigan Tech side. And then the uh, the Michigan Colgate game finished eleven to one, and I, I don't even think it was that close. I think Michigan could have won by way more than that. It was a close first period. Like maybe they, maybe they were, uh, maybe they were hopped up for that first period, or yeah. you know, had some adrenaline going because it was very competitive first period, and and Michigan was only up one nothing after that first period. 
and then eight nothing after the second. So they 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 came <laughs> to play in the second. Yeah. Uh just yeah. for me, Luke Hughes, two goals, three assists. Seamus Casey, because that's what I'm calling him, three assists on the night. Is that not his name? It's generally the 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 people Steve hates uh pronounce it Seamus, but uh instead of Seamus. But I'm calling but, him Seamus. Seamus Casey. Yeah. S-E is a shh sound for, for some the, uh The highlight of the night, and I'm sure Billy will agree, was the uh, the delicious poutine that we enjoyed. Oh, yeah. And the fact that the arena had Coca-Cola Zero 20-ounce bottles. Wow. Yeah. So mm. That'll be on his well, list. Tell me more uh, about this poutine, this though. Oh, God. oh the, the, they're, they're, they're like those really crunchy... French fries, like mm. you know, they like maybe those double fried fries. I think sometimes they do. Were, like, were they like thin, nice like McDonald's, outside. or fat, like Wendy's? Oh, just slightly thicker than McDonald's. They weren't real thin. They were like a little bit thicker, but nice and crisp on the outside. A nice and crispy the gravy yeah. and the cheese curds. Oh my god! And it was uh, Lent. Mm. Um, it was good for Lent. No meat on on that particular one. Uh, so uh, yeah, we, we got to to keep our. Because it's so important to me not to eat meat on Friday. Beautiful, beautiful arena. It's yeah. a shame. Yeah, it, it's, it's Allentown. You wouldn't think so. It's a shame it's wasted on the, the Phantoms, the, the minor fuck league the team fan, for the um, Fuck the Flyers. Oh, fuck the fuck Flyers, Phantoms, Philly. Fuck the Phantom um, Flyers. It's a shame it's wasted on them because it's a beautiful arena. Yeah. And then that brings us to Sunday. Uh, more than 8,300 people in attendance to watch Michigan take on Penn State. And it was it was a goalie duel. It was for sure a goalie duel. Um definitely in the first and second periods. I mean, they were there were some incredible saves. Um and then and then Penn State finally broke through on a rebound where the goalie was just way out of position. So it was interesting. Yeah, it was interesting to see a goalie duel get get cracked by a goalie being so far out of position but uh fantilli tied it for michigan and the game went to overtime where samoskevich a florida draft pick for michigan uh entered the zone cut to the middle wrist shot goal sending michigan to tampa and I, I turned to Steve at some point during maybe the third period and, and just said, whichever goaltender loses, can we have him in Pittsburgh <laughs> by Tuesday? <laughs> Those two were fantastic, man. So Solier for Penn State and uh, Portillo for Michigan. Man, they really put on a show. So Portillo... I, have to assume that's, I have to assume that since it was, you know, in Pennsylvania, the Penn State fans out. I, I, I had it at about 80-20. Wow. Yeah. I think that's about right. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it was a and, good showing for Michigan being so far from Michigan, but yeah. yeah. Very much. And, uh, big, big student section for Penn State. You know, a lot of, a lot of very uh, derogatory chants <laughs> rain down from upstairs. But it, yeah. I mean, that's, that's an atmosphere. A college hockey game is a great atmosphere. And probably the most intense game I, I think I've been to since, I mean, I haven't been to an NHL playoff game since like 97. So like, I think probably the most intense uh, 
game that I've seen, uh, you know, in, in quite a lot of years, a lot of fun to see. Um, those two teams just really left it all out on the ice. Really, really entertaining. And I'm looking forward to the yeah. final four. Those so, teams that advance to the final four. I mean, it's going to be some crazy, crazy good hockey. Just to put a bow on it, Michigan was the number three overall seed. They're going to face Quinnipiac, who is the number two overall seed uh, on April 6th. The other game is Minnesota and Boston University. Minnesota was the number one overall seed, and Boston was not, you know, they only seed the top four. So Boston was an upset in that, in that bracket uh, in the other semifinal on the sixth, and the finals are on the eighth. Oof. The tickets aren't that bad. I might actually go. You won't be disappointed. You really won't be disappointed. Yeah, upper deck for 71 bucks. And is that, that's for the, the, the sixth? It, yeah, it's only saying so, 5 p.m. So I'm assuming the tickets are good for both games, right? Yeah, absolutely. Single entry, both games. But there's, it, it's weird because the game time app has two different, um, two different ones listed. And the other one is a lot more expensive. <laughs> That's starting in the threes, so I don't I don't know what they're about, and they're all upper tier, so I don't. There's no boxes up there, so I got to figure it out. Um, but this is a there's a good opportunity that really a nice a final four, yeah. How and then if you know, maybe the other ticket is the is the both days, maybe, but but it only has the sixth date on it, so I got to figure that out. Maybe mm-hmm. I, I email our pal Butchie see if he can get me in. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you know, get not that you never sent him a shirt, so he's I'm sure he's willing to do cartwheels for you. Shit. Well, maybe I can the send shirt? him another one now that the NHL has switched to fanatics. So maybe I can uh maybe I can send him a fanatic. Yeah, shirt. send him a shirt that's gonna fall apart. That's a great idea. Well, listen, everybody's going batshit crazy over this deal about fanatics and how how much they get the jerseys wrong and spelling and all this other shit. And they think that's gonna transpire on the professional level and what you see on ice, which no. I think is a little I weird. mean they've They've said the the fanatics jerseys are going to be made in the same factory yeah. by the same people that the Adidas jerseys are made of. They're going to be made of the same material the Adidas jerseys are made of. So anybody complaining so about it is just looking for something to complain about. So they're keeping the same manufacturing, just it's just a different logo. Just a different logo, of, right? Of the uh, manufacturer or the whatever, you know, because they're the same manufacturer, I guess. Just right, yeah. The, the, yeah, I I don't get how that's so game changing, but I, I but you know seeing how other people have gotten jerseys and you know things that just different slightly different shades of color, things falling off. It's not a good look. I mean, we'll see how it goes. And it's a it's a what, ten year deal. What's it's it? a ten years, year yeah. deal. The finance the finances time. weren't announced, but judging off of the um, the Adidas contract, which was seventy million per year you would have to think it's 90? 10 years at a billion dollars right yeah, 100 million dollars a year you got to figure I was gonna say 90 90 um in, in that range okay why would you do any deal for that long in this economic climate <laughs> that's a good question a good question shit is just shit just skyrockets each year i just feel like by year three or year four you're going to be underselling yourself so much. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to to rebut you with that, but it it's difficult too, for sure. 
um, you would think that a, a five-year deal would have been a hell of a lot better, even for even at a hundred million dollars a year or or hundred and ten million dollars a year is probably still less short term for sure for for fanatics. But they've been doing a lot. They've been licensed to sell NHL products for what the past three years. So longer than longer than that. They've been always that? they've always run the NHL store. No, I know that, but they they weren't always licensed to sell jerseys with their with the Fanatics logo on them and and T-shirts with the Fanatics logo on them and still be licensed by the NHL. Yeah, that's so yeah, that might past, be three like, or three four years, three or four seasons, and I think that's where the bad rap comes in. People who have gotten those shirts are not fans of the, of the way they wear and last over time. I bought two recently. I bought a uh, a Patrick Kane shirtsy and a Zabana Jet. And how is the Patrick Kane shirt uh, held on held up for you in two it's, weeks? It's well, the Zabana Jet <laughs> just got Friday, so oh great, yeah, they've no. both been fantastic. So you're a stellar, you're a stellar judge. But the Lafreniere how, I got how... a couple of years, like when they first drafted him, that one's still fine, it's still holding up just fine. So I, I mean, and that's just the shirtsies, shirtsies, right? And it, it's a fucking t-shirt. I haven't gotten a, a Fanatics jersey to see what the quality of those are, but I have to think they're going to be the same. And yeah, I don't, again, I think it's just people looking for something to complain about and chose this for some reason. Do you think that the NHL is not announcing how much they're getting from fanatics because of some financial thing? That no, the player, the no, they've right got to, they've got to disclose that to the players. They Do absolutely they? have got to. All right. I, I hope so. That's like the number, probably the number three source of hockey-related revenue. So I was reading in one of these articles that, you know, everything you need to know about the NHL's Fanatics deal, which I still had questions about afterwards. So what's the the value? (laughs) Except financial terms. Everything you need to know except for financial terms, which would be the first question anybody would ask but they said in here one um you won't see dramatic changes to the jerseys until 25 26. so is that you think when they're going to change factories then you think i don't know or or that's the normal life cycle of how long it takes to get a change made if you were to submit a change today it doesn't take until yeah. What's that? Two and a half, probably two and a half seasons until it sure. can go into effect. Yeah. So that could also be like, so what, the 25, 26 or so season? Yeah, right. it was something around there. So then that would be 23, 24, 25, 4, 25. So two more seasons of the same look and feel. Maybe the third year is when they decide to change everyone's look and feel of the jerseys and and it really comes into effect of like, you know, oh, refresh of the jerseys. Like they did. Um, yeah, like they uh, did like when the Adidas took over. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So they might do something like that. Yeah, but they, mean, the Adidas started with that, though, didn't they? They started with a different. Their whole that, goal that was to mesh. make it. Yeah. Yeah. They started with that. So, all right. But I, I don't think they're still. On the majority of the teams, I don't think you're going to see a drastic change to any of the, no. the appearances. I heard the Penguins were going to go to, to green. I for, don't think. For Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> they would. 
fucking ass. Ireland Penguins. <laughs> they should fucking move there. Because there's so many Irish people in Boston and now they're owned by the family group. You know, it's it all it all goes together. All right, let's uh let's take a ride to the metro. Sponsored by wholesome, rich, Nestle quick. Hello, boys and girls. Do you hate the taste of regular milk and need energy? Try Nestle Quick. One sip and you can feel the energy in your muscles. Nestle Quick, now available in chocolate and strawberry. They say the real men drink pink. Then I'm a real man for sure. But if you like the brown, I still love you for who you are. Because it's time for acceptance Of everyone, all preference We're all quick on the inside Anyway Nestle Quick, it does the trick uh, Steve, we're going to start out with the Devils the, the X in front of the New Jersey Devils That's about the only thing that's going for them right now They just... I don't know what's going on with this team. I really don't. Um, I'm, I'm going to be so quick. This is going to be ridiculous. A loss last Tuesday in overtime. They just got stonewalled by Philip Gustafson. Uh, save after save. It was ridiculous. Um, power play sucks again. Uh, Friday, they lost to Buffalo. Five to four. Terrible coverage. Sloppy play. Um, could be the pressure of clinching playoffs got to them. I don't know. Shouldn't be that much of a pressure situation, but they were down three, two after one, um, five, two after two. Uh, and then Hughes actually scored two goals in the third to cut it to five to four. Um, so it was nice to see him break out of a little mini slump. They finally got a win on Sunday, uh, on Saturday against Ottawa, five to two. They actually clinched their playoff spot thanks to the Rangers of New York. Uh, the clinch was just before the end of the first period, so there was a loud ovation. You know, players walking off, congratulating each other. Uh, Blackwood returned in that game and played pretty well. And then uh, maybe, again, the fact that they clinched that playoff spot, played they played much better in the second and third period. Uh, Hamilton scored his 19th goal of the season, which was a new New Jersey Devils record. And uh, that brings us to tonight and uh, piss poor defensive zone coverage, allowing uh, Kyle Palmieri to just skate around the net, completely untouched, completely unguarded, right out into the slot to bury the the, the go-ahead goal. And it's uh, 17 minutes left in the third, and they're down 2-1. So you got tonight's game against the Islanders. Thursday is the big one against the Rangers. Possible playoff preview. Saturday at Chicago. Sunday at Winnipeg. A weird, very late season uh, Western Canada trip. That certainly is odd. It, now, Schmidt and Blackwood played the last two games. Is Vanacek playing tonight? Vanacek is playing tonight. Schmidt is back okay. down in Utica. Okay. And... Uh, Hoping to get Bastion back soon, which would be nice to get that physical presence in the lineup. But I, I don't know. They just, after going to see them play and see their their defensive zone coverage in person, 
it's it's baffling to me how it's an NHL team has this defensive zone philosophy. It's they set up like a W, right? You got two guys on either side, high and low, one guy in the middle, which just means if they put two guys on the crease, if the offensive zone puts two guys on the crease, one of them is going to be free. So how do you set up like that? I, I just don't get it. So off of me onto somebody else. Nick Islanders. Uh, up and down a uh, week. Um, this last week. Started off against uh, my favorite uh, team, Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, also Joe, Joe Biden's favorite team. You guys are okay. paying attention. Oh, my God. What? Miss that. Well, Biden went up to, up to Canada. Canada and he was like talking about parliament or some bullshit like that. And he says, I love all your sports teams except the Maple Leafs. <laughs> Sorry. Oh yeah. my. It was good. If he only had said because, you know, John Tavares is a snake and, you know. <laughs> I don't think he knows the teams that well, Nick. You got to cut it. You got to cut the guy. It was like, it was like, John, you know, and Trudeau, you probably uh, sleeping in your, your Toronto Maple Leafs PJs, you know, you, you fucking douche, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I wish was he said it. I don't really think he's a douche. Anywho, um, so yeah, they came in town, and you know what? Toronto came out fucking firing. First ten minutes, they were they were really good. They scored a goal and looked like it might be a blowout one side of the game. About twelve minutes in, Elias Rokin made another absolute, just unbelievable save. It's the third time he's done this where he's. It jumps backwards and makes a paddle save. It's a shot that's in the midair, or it's in it's in air. It's just it's, ridiculous. These guys are just shooting it right into the middle of the net, right into a stick. I think it's more the, the bad shooters than a good goalie. There you go. They're shooting it to the open net where they shouldn't, I guess. Anyway, should be picking corners. This was the so this is the second time he's on the season, and uh, it was such a game changer that the team completely changed. I mean, they didn't score in the first period. There was only eight minutes left. But the whole entire, you know, the team just completely changed. It went from a one-side game to just the opposite. Isles ended up scoring very quickly in the, third, in the second period, like under a minute, scored two more goals, just dominated that, that period. Third period, Mitch Marr scores a goal, make it 3-2, and then just more goals. Four more goals in the third period, seven-two victory. Uh, Cal Clebuck almost got a hat trick. He had two goals. It was on nice a bit. He almost, you know, trying to get him a, get him one at the end, but there was no point at, at that point. Um, you know, it was too too many goals out that uh, to uh, keep your player net your goalie. But man, was it nice to see them beat the shit out of Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, and that was a huge game. Playing a team that's obviously one of the better teams in the East. I mean, top four team, I guess. Um, you can make the argument and uh, seeing them win was a big time, uh, big time boost. Do you think uh, those games, maybe you win, maybe you get a point. Um, but hey, they, they smoked them. Going into the next game, uh, the back first of the back to back of Columbus, and Columbus is one of the worst teams in the league. You figure slam dunk, right? Uh, yeah, not slam dunk. <laughs> uh, in fact, they came out uh, a little. Uh, a little flat, just didn't um, couldn't couldn't put these guys away. They they scored. They had an early um, lead in the game, uh, but the second period was just uh, 
just eh, terrible. They just lived four goals in that second period. We were able to come back, get a couple goals in the third, try and tie it up. And then you thought maybe they're going to finally get through, break through, get a goal. Um, but man, they just, they, they couldn't, uh, couldn't get, they just kind of gave up a little bit after they, or let their foot off the gas, I should say, once they got tied back up and, and that was it. They just didn't do much in the, it wasn't much of an of overtime. Uh, Boone Jenner scored in like, you know, under a minute into the game, into the overtime and they got a point, which was nice, but man, you need two points against the worst, one of the worst teams in the league. It's just kind of, kind of how it goes. Uh, also of note, uh, they had uh, Kent Johnson scored a lacrosse goal against uh, Sorokin, which was one of the called the Michigan Nick. Oh, I'm sorry, I said lacrosse goal. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, scored, scored in Michigan, and he's from Michigan, I believe, <laughs> if I remember correctly. Wasn't that? And yeah, I was correct. And we were watching Michigan. And you're watching Michigan. Wow, what a coincidence. Anyway, uh, so that was a that game. Just was a. You know, that sucked. It's like the wind out of you. You just kind of feel like, man, we should have should have won that game. Um, had, had enough number of opportunities, just didn't make it happen. Um, after that, back to back with uh, Buffalo, uh, you're hoping maybe they'll get a get a little bit more steam to try and, you know, eke a win out against another team that's in not in the playoffs right now. And to be honest, this is a team I picked to win to get the playoffs. I thought they would. I thought we would. I thought the Isles wouldn't make it and Sabres would make it in. Um, Sabres look great. They play, they play really well, man. I like that team. They're going to be a, a tough yeah, team. They're going to be, they're going to be trouble. They're going to be trouble. Um, Kyle Oposo, it's, uh, scoring, uh, breaking the, the scoring open in the third period, late in the third period, seven, about seven minutes to go. And, uh, that was pretty much it. This was a, a duel of, uh, Buffalo, uh, well, I say goalies, but really like the Varley had no help. He was just, he was doing everything he could to keep us a, scoreless game and Niles just did nothing for him. I don't know if it was just like a come down from like for two nights after the big game they had against Toronto or just playing down to, um, you know, to, to the teams or maybe just matchups make the team, the games, you know, I don't know. They just didn't look the same after, um, after the Toronto game. So that was kind of the week. Um, still no, no word on whether, you know, Barzi is going to be back uh, anytime soon. It's uh very noticeable for Horvat. He's been struggling pretty mightily in the scoring areas. I think you know he hasn't had the best. He hasn't had the best set of games this last few weeks. But honestly, he's a real complete player. He's a good player. He's he's everywhere. But man, is he missing that? You know, having Barzi on the on the line with him to to uh, help mouth scoring. So that's been um, that's been a he kind of still. A, I, I saw something about Lambert saying he wasn't even skating yet. No, nah, he's not skating yet. And it's lower body, so you figure it's probably a knee, and they're probably just waiting until he's like really feeling okay to 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 actually skate without any pain. Who knows? I mean, that's what I'm guessing. Yeah. Because there's no, they don't like. Yes, they need him, but they're playing well without him, and they don't. They can make it to the playoffs with him healthy. That's a lot better, much more important than him coming back trying to power through something, and you know, re tweaking it and re-injuring and being out for the playoffs. And I agree. You know, he's a guy that needs that speed. So, like, it, he's not a guy that that is gonna, you know, get all in the in the in the corners and get all the pucks and do all the grindy shit that you can get by with, like, you know, half a leg or something. But, you know, he needs to be uh, he needs to be healthy. So, they're definitely playing it safe with him. 
but they haven't said anything that he's not coming back before. And the expectation he's still is going to make it um, back and before the playoffs. But I wouldn't be surprised if he's out for the regular season. They keep saying before the playoffs, but I'm not so sure. I mean, we look at the schedule and, you know, this is week, last week of March and we have two full, two full weeks of April. So realistically, three weeks left ish because i mean it's monday today and then you got two more weeks eh, two and a half weeks of the regular season left i don't think they've announced the playoff schedules yet but you know but uh yeah not nothing yet so i mean you're, you're going to be yeah. in a position where probably maybe that one maybe that just that one last he, game of the season he might it's a home game against montreal he could just get some minutes you know maybe they get him be in like see like, i didn't 10, lie 10 minutes but uh yeah yeah, and the last thing is the Isles have a tough schedule this next few, this next few games. I mean, this is they're winning right now two one against the Devils, but uh, it's it's a tight game. They got at, they're at Washington, another tough team. Um, they, they they always have a good games with, and then at Tampa uh, on Saturday. Um, so and then and then I'm back to back with Carolina in Carolina on Sunday. So they're they're swinging by here. Maybe I'll swing at the game. I'm not sure yet. I don't have plans for Sunday, but maybe I'll maybe get out there. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but then again, Ooh. Tampa, Tampa, Philly, which is, you know, Philly's Philly, Washington, and Montreal. So, I mean, they got Tampa, two Tampa games, Carolina, two Washington games. It's not, it's not a lot of easy games left. That's, those are some tough games. So it's going to be a, a grind to get to the end. All right. Well, I'm stupid. You're smart. I was wrong. You were right. Uh, you're the best on the worst, and you're very good looking. I'm I'm not attractive. Let's stop in. Bell Penguins. Uh, you know, I mean, the context of all those comments was <laughs> all of it was tongue in cheek because I was running circles yeah. around you. Uh, with uh, anyway. No. <laughs> yeah, the, the the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, yeah, it, it sounds a lot like uh, what what Steve and Nick were saying about their teams, but you know, inconsistency uh, and, and some bad defense uh, this week. Um, but, you know, two wins in three games uh, since we talked last Monday. So um, after the, the loss to Ottawa, uh, they went to uh, Colorado and after a scoreless first period, they went up uh, one, nothing in the, in the first period, uh, second period with the, uh, with the Crosby goal. Um What's going on? That's What's a goal. I can't. It's gonna be a kicking motion. Kicking motion. No, he was stopping. They have no 50, idea 50. what a kick is. He Nick. was That's stopping. Be a goal for sure. Then. Yeah. Who knows? Oh, it, it's if it was a kick, then it was. Then it's he was cool. stopping. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> Sorry, Bill. <laughs> I just, I just, I had, to, I, I was too curious. I had to know what was going on. So, what the Devils might have tied the game. Yeah. No, they they, they it, waved yeah. it off. They did. Oh, the way yeah. they're they're reviewing it though. They're reviewing it. They'll wave it back on. Yeah. Um. So the Penguins uh, went up one nothing in, in Colorado uh, on on a Crosby backhand, which is going to be one of those highlight reel backhands. Uh, you know that that he went in and just took a, a snapped one against the grain, uh, top to the top uh, left corner. Um, and that got the Penguins going in that one. Uh, and, you know, after losing four in a row and Colorado was on a six game winning streak at the time, it, it was not a game I was counting on them getting points in, but 
Penguins went on to to win five to two. Um, Jeff Carter had a couple of goals, uh, and you know his first his first time scoring in like a third of a season or some bullshit like that. Uh, so uh, everything was was going great, but they had uh, Dallas the next night. Penguins do struggle in, in the second and uh, the back end of those back to back games because they're a fucking ancient team, um, most of all. But um, they didn't play bad in Dallas. Uh, Tristan Jari was apparently injured, shock, in the Col- in the Colorado game, um, and so he, they called up uh, Dustin Tokarski to be the uh, the backup in that game. Jari was scratched. Uh, but the Smith got the start, uh, played pretty well, but, uh, ultimately they lost three, two in Dallas. Uh, and then a couple nights later, they were back home, uh, for a key matchup against the Capitals who were chasing them down in the standings. Uh, and you know, if the, if the Capitals would have won that game on Saturday, they would have only been two points back of the Penguins, uh, and, and kind of getting themselves back into that wild card conversation. Um, so very big game against the Capitals. Great really the the arena was really uh had a lot of energy in pittsburgh which hasn't you know been the the case all year long uh so it was good to see them get like a lot of that home ice support that they've been kind of missing um uh but uh ryan ryan paling got the the scoring going in the second period on a breakaway um to to get the penguins up one and and you know chad ruedel uh scored um about a minute and a half later um to uh to make it two nothing so like getting scoring from from those two guys all of a sudden uh in a big game uh you know that that was huge you know that was paling six of the season and Ruedel's first uh so uh they took that two nothing lead into the third period which you know is is the period from hell for for the penguins um every single time so I'm bracing myself for that third period implosion but the penguins were were starting the third period on a power play and Jake Gensel scored Gensel? Uh, Gensel? 20, 27 seconds into that third period on the power play uh, and got him up three, nothing. Uh, and, you know, I, I don't know, put me a little bit more at ease, but I'm still waiting for that other shoe to drop. Right. So sure enough, you know, Crystal Tang uh, five minutes into the period coughs up the puck, something fierce, like he's been, been doing lately. Um, and, and Casey DeSmith, who was, stellar absolutely incredible in this game through two periods um the smith didn't help him out when uh you know uh, Latang gave the puck away the blue line but the smith got way out of the net um and way out of position they ended up giving up that first goal to, to tom wilson uh a power play a little bit later in the game terrible call by the way for the power play like evgeny malkin uh got into a, a fray after the after the play and punches were thrown by both sides, but only Balkan got a penalty for, for whatever reason it was very random. Um, Ovechkin did his power play thing uh, scored from that on that one timer from the, from the circle that he's done probably like 800 times. Um, and, uh, and then the capitals were within one and sure enough with less than three minutes to go, uh, the capitals came all the way back and tied up that game uh, with the penguins uh, and and it just looked like every other blown Penguins game all year. So, um, but somehow uh, with a minute twenty to go, uh, Anthony Mantha uh, just uh, just threw away the Capital season. It was just, abysmal. It was it absolutely was, abysmal. It was a Latang giveaway, man. It was a it was brutal. 
Um, he's just, you know, his, his defense is tired and, and heading off for a change. And he's got the puck at his own blue line with no pressure on him whatsoever. And he just tried to hold on to it and get past Malkin. He just tried to pull it around him and Malkin tapped it away and came in on the breakaway, scored the goal. And, and that was the game. Um, very unexpected turn of events uh, in Pittsburgh where they generally lose these games. So uh, that was huge. It was, in, and he won it in regulation. Uh, and that just about put the Capitals away. Cause even if they catch the Penguins at this point, they're probably not going to catch everybody else they're chasing. Um, so the, the Capitals are, are just about dead. And that's nice. That's nice to hear. Um, Cause I don't like them. So uh, I was glad that the Penguins finally delivered a kind of a decisive uh, Billy, blow to somebody. Billy Florida lost tonight in regulation. Oh, there you go. All right. So somehow the Penguins still have control of their own destiny, but despite, you know, just not being great. Um, they've, they've got Detroit and Nashville coming this week before they, obviously they're going to get just, you know, they're going to lose in Boston on Saturday. Uh, everybody loses to Boston. Boston's not playing favorites. They're beating everybody. Um, that's a loss. And, and, uh, and then they play Philadelphia the next day. They, they may as well just, you know, let the fourth line skate around all day against Boston and lose that game by 40 and, uh, and just save everybody for Philadelphia the next day. Uh, so that they don't have that we're tired in the back-to-back scenario. Um, you know, that you could lose by 40 and, and it still only counts as one loss. So, so fuck that game. That's, that's a loss. Uh, but they got Detroit Tuesday, Nashville at home Thursday and lots of home games down the stretch um so uh hopefully you know with that they'll they'll have enough to to push into the playoffs um so and again somehow they've got their own destiny in their own hands which they don't deserve um uh but they're even you know probably a percentage point well pending what happens tonight with the islanders they were a percentage point or so ahead of the islanders uh in 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 winning percentage uh but they were just one point game one point behind with the game in hand so uh we'll see it's it, i think it's going to go down to the last day of the season for this team because they don't take advantage of things like a week schedule uh they they just continue to to spin their wheels so i just think it's going to go down to the end and and we're going to see a lot of jari i mean a lot of uh dismith because jari who the hell knows and uh and that's what i've been afraid of all along is is dismith playing big minutes down the stretch so that's what's going to happen but it might come to the playoffs we'll see that's it well, for the Rangers this week, uh, three pretty tough games against teams that are, well, you know, Carolina has been, you know, probably the second best team in the Eastern Conference all season. Uh, and a, a Florida Panthers team who is fighting for, for the playoffs, uh, actually coming into that game pretty hot. Um, if the Rangers start off well, you know they're going to lose. If they start the game like shit, then they're probably going to come back and win that game. In the game against Carolina – the first period was pretty abysmal and even even worse than that first period in Carolina was the first period in Florida. Um, and, you know, I've, I've, I've hit on this a couple of times during the course of the season about their their morning skate schedule, about their practice schedule. And it just seems like they're not on the ice as much as they were last year. Um, and it shows in these games. It showed in the in the early stages of that Carolina game. Then you go a day and a half for a 5 p.m. start where you can't really have a morning skate. Um, so you get a day and a half before you get back on the ice. And hey, look, I'm, I'm, I'm sure Florida had to do it too. Um, if they didn't have a game or have a practice on Friday, I didn't know what their schedule was. Um, but 
it just seems like the first periods they're getting their their footing, they're getting the feel of the ice again, and they're spotting teams a goal, two goals before they actually start playing a hockey game. I really, really hope this trend changes and the schedule is kind of set up for them to kind of do that. Um, uh, with 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 some days off, they had the, they had yesterday off. Uh, they practiced a good practice today, and they get a a home game versus Columbus tomorrow night. Um, of note, the Rangers did sign a couple of players to entry-level contracts this week. Brett Berard uh, was assigned to Hartford and will finish out the season in Hartford. Uh, I can envision him being on a taxi squad, perhaps, for the playoffs. Um, Bryce McConnell Barker was, was signed to an entry-level contract, and Adam Socorro will be returning to the... Um, the Hartford Wolfpack uh, probably as early as tomorrow since his season over in the, in Europe is, is now over, but a couple of things have to change. The, the power play has got to get hot because it has been atrocious. Um, And they just can't seem to find one unit that's working really, really well. Um, So you know, hopefully after a couple of practices and um, and a couple of easy teams to practice on, like Columbus tomorrow night. Um, but don't be fooled. You already got blown out by Columbus this year. I, I say it's an easy game just because of the record. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens for sure. Another thing, a couple of callbacks from last week. <clears throat> in that Florida Panthers game, the kid line scored three goals in, in that game. Yeah, they shut and, me up. Um, you're, you're talking about what the, what the kids are going to contribute. You know, Rangers are some, something stupid like 19-0-1 when each one of those players records a point in the same game. It's something really ridiculous. Um, and we were talking about players getting cut by skates. Philip Heedle nearly missed getting his face split in two um, in, in the Carolina game on Thursday night when he – when he checked somebody in the boards that I can't remember and their feet came flying up and nearly missed slicing Phillips Heedle's head in half. So um, whatever they're going to do with the uh, protection of the players, do it faster, please. They're not going to do anything on anybody's face. <laughs> like, like immediately. Like can we yeah. go everybody full face shield? Can we do that? That would be uh, that would be swell. Um, Rangers, as I mentioned, have Columbus on Tuesday night. Then you got a, a big game with uh, a playoff preview, uh, probably with New Jersey on Thursday night. Uh, before you get uh, a back-to-back in Buffalo the following night on Friday, and then you got Sunday uh, at Washington, uh, a 1 p.m. game. So there's points out there. There's a, a, a good hard test on Thursday. Let's see what we do. And now. It's time for Trivia with Bill. Yeah. Now, this is the wrong bell. A little more energy. Come on. It's trivia time. That was about all he can muster right now. A little late for me. Okay. (laughs) Rusty trombone. Okay. The the, uh, question today, what player set an NHL record? Wayne Gretzky. So you can't be back to back in no way. Back to back questions. No way. Definitely. Yeah. I, yeah. You're, you are incorrect. He was, he was the multiple choice C, 
but that was a, a, not the correct answer. <laughs> really, <clears throat> was he? <laughs> yes. You don't so, even know what the question is yet. <laughs> well, I'm trying to get to that. What player set an NHL record in 1976 with 10 points in one game? Wayne Gretzky. Uh, were we, you, when you listen back to the podcast, well, I was really waiting for the that whole was... question to be answered. Asked. <laughs> no, it, Wayne Kretzky was incorrect before. It is still incorrect. Um, after I finished, if, if I'm not Esposito. mistaken, uh, this not is definitely Tony Esposito, the goalie. No player who's had siblings in the NHL. I don't know. Uh, let me. I could. I could check into that. If I'm not mistaken, I think this player had skates on while he did it. Oh, that is correct. That is mm. correct. Very is it, much. Is so. I can do it too, Steve. Is it Daryl Sittler? You got it. Nice job. Boom. What? So go fuck yourself, Harkness. Why would you get it now? Wow. Because Dumbass. you called me out <laughs> by trying to say that I was saying something stupid, and I had to prove to you that I no, knew no, no. the answer. I, no. I was saying you were stupid. So not what you were saying was stupid, that you were stupid. (laughs) Well, apparently I'm not because I knew that correct answer. Did Did he have siblings in the league? Yeah. There was a whole family. They got there was like why do I feel like there was like six of them? Because you're thinking of Sutter, stupid. Sutter, yeah. No. Sittler. Yes. You're dumb. Carol Sittler, Ryan Sittler, Sittler. Ken Sittler, Rod Sittler, <laughs> and Jeffrey Sittler, and Tim Sittler. No, you missed Ben Sittler. And now it's time for impressions with Nick. Fucking great. Ladies and gentlemen, the Friends of Bravo podcast. We're going to the fastest two minutes of this Type 45 show. It's the 20 Questions Power Play. Rules are simple. Group is two minutes to guess a famous player, coach, front office, or any famous player, person associated with one of the four friends and rivals' favorite teams. The group can ask up to 20 questions in rapid fire. Answers will only come in the form of yes or no. The group will have to make a final guess once they've hit 20 questions or the power play has expired. If the group is successful, they win for the week and avoid shame for unable to win at a children's game. And away we go! Player right. associated with the Devils. Uh, no. This player associated with the New York Rangers. No. This player associated with the New York Islanders. No. This player associated with the Pittsburgh Penguins. So smart, yes. The I told you I'm smart. <laughs> Is this player a forward? No. Was this player an Olympian? Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Did this player win a Stanley Cup with the Penguins? Yes. Did this player play in the 90s? Yeah, no. No. Did this player play in the 80s? No. 2000s defenseman? Is Kyle Parmeri a fucking cunt? Yes. Oh, that's no. a yes. No. That's a yes. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, okay. Sergey Gonchar. No. Uh, Paul Coffey. No. Derek Englund. No. Oh. Chris Letang. No. 
No, who's, who's the, the guy who played with the Capitals, Billy? Who's that guy? Contra. Who said that? No, no, no. no. The, the tall, the tall guy. Dano Chara. No. The this other tall, no. Huh? Uh, not this guy. No, he wore 44. Brooks Orpic. Yeah, that's the one. No. No, I wasn't guessing it. I was just saying that that's who that is. <laughs> was this person Canadian? No. This person European? No. American defenseman? Is it Matthew Schneider? No. Mark Eaton? No. Alex Skaligoski? All right. Last last shot here. Your team, your guess, Bill. I'm leaving it yeah. in your hands. Ben Lovejoy. Eh. You fucking failure. Ron Hainsey. Oh, okay. I was thinking more 2009 because you were really thinking about the 90s. He was really on the cusp. I had to make double check his, his first season was sweet. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't pick a more okay. obscure one, Nick. I met him. Hey, he, I met he him, was on the I cup. met him and the Stanley Cup in uh in where he played in uh Bolton, Connecticut, where he played his uh youth hockey. That's great, Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah Walmart. He, he had the same second grade teacher as my nephew. Oh wow. What are the odds? There you go. What did she drink in sure out of the Stanley Cup? <laughs> that's that's not nice. <laughs> Why did you pick Rob Hainsey? Ron Hainsey. Right, no, Ron. Just kidding, because he's Ron. so obscure. Ron. Because he's brothers with Daryl Sittler. No, he was born on March twenty fourth, which was a few days ago. But it's not uh, today. Nineteen eighty. Well, it doesn't always work that way, right? It's, it's not, not a special day when we, we do our podcast, right? Sometimes you gotta branch out a little bit, right? Because he was Cause born you... on this day once. Watch your face, uh, right? <laughs> you could be born twice. Huh? Could be born twice, Stephen. Is that what you're, you're implying there? Uh, Ick. That was fun. I don't think he was an Olympiad, by the way. I'm just throwing that out I, there. I'm, yeah. I'm putting that out there. He wasn't on the any Olympic I believe the answer ever. was yes, so I feel like we should get the win by challenge. Well, I, I, I feel now Nick gets a penalty, and it's, you know. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, why would you guys be in the middle of the fucking ice on the crease when the, somebody's centering the puck? That's just silly. There's only six of you on the fucking ice. Why would you have somebody in front of the net? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, he never played the Olympics, I guess. I I don't know. I figured it, you might have heard of him. Yes, I might have heard of him. <laughs> I say heard of him. Oh jeez! All right, let's go this date in Steve's stomach. Oh, that feels better. Brought to you by Coca Cola Zero Sugar. Uh, this one's going to bring us to the year of our Lord, 2018. Yeah, what Wait, day? I'm on 2018 again, right? I did yeah, last what day? 
it was what day you had to have this prepared what's going yeah, on yeah i did but i thought the <laughs> day at march 13th ah thank caramba because it was that the day ron hainsey was born it's four days before <laughs> saint patrick's no, day no ron hainsey was already retired march 13th was a tuesday uh tasty cake and coca-cola zero can for breakfast oh Jesus Two Christ. slices of pepperoni pizza and a Coca-Cola Zero 20-ounce for lunch. And dinner was a grilled chicken sandwich, Swiss cheese on rye with Swiss cheese on rye bread, French fries, and a can of Coca-Cola Zero. Why did you pick March 13th, 2018? Obviously, that was the day that two, not one, but two Hunters. Florida men were accused of breaking into their ex-boyfriend's home using ragu sauce to try and burn it down. Why ragu so, sauce? Um, yeah. Wow. I feel like I just read that same article you read about fanatics. I just have more questions than answers right now. <laughs> I, Bill, I'm, uh, so the, the headline of the article is Florida men one disguised in bull costume allegedly tried to burn down ex-boyfriend's home with spaghetti sauce. Obviously, I was intrigued. Um, so Derek Irving, 36, and John Silva, 28, were arrested on March 13th after allegedly breaking into the home and stealing several items, including a flat screen television, a window AC unit, and a vacuum. Why is it? God, that is a so everybody list. want the vacuum so many jokes for the vacuum but why does everybody <laughs> want the kid who got naked on the roof did maybe the it was a dyson thing? those things are expensive that's uh, unbelievable uh, uh this is all according to a, an orlando television station uh the victim that. called the 911 after being alerted by security cameras of motion being detected in the house he said a towel had been placed over one of the cameras. Uh, arriving deputies saw a red SUV leaving the area and conducted a stop. The two men inside the vehicle later identified as Irving and Silva said they were just picking up clothes from the home. The victim told uh, WKMC in Orlando that Irving was wearing a bull costume. The men initially denied the burglary. Maybe they uh, were but, furries. But when authorities went to the home, they found a burning pot of ragu sauce and a washcloth near the stove's burner, uh, which appeared to be there in an effort to start a fire. He was trying to uh, make it look like he, I left the stove on, but who gets up at 2 a.m. and fixes, and I quote, skeddy, the victim said. Uh, he should have been arrested just for that. Uh, both yeah. were charged with unarmed burglary, grand theft, and arson. Silva's being held on $25,000 in bond. Tom's a creep. Tom is a weirdo. Where does he come up with the shit? It's so disgusting. Okay. Wow. That answered that. Well, I, it doesn't ever say why Irving was wearing a bull costume. 
and it's March, so it's not even close to Halloween. And well, it's, it's kind of warm so it's out. It's not cold. Yeah. Yeah. I I I don't understand what. And is this a two-person bull costume? There's there's a fetish out there, Bill, uh, where people like to be with people in costumes. Is this you, Bill? I uh, don't look at me. This 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 one's not mine. I got most of them, but this one's not mine. <laughs> I know you got feet covered, Tom, and Steve's got this one he's talking about, but I got the other. No, no, no. I just know of this one. I'm not saying I. Oh, you seem like you really know about it. For it. You seem like you really know about it. I, I have, know. I've heard people speak of it. Nick. Allegedly, I've never heard I've of anybody heard speaking of it. Nick talk about it. Ooh. <laughs> well, he probably heard from Randy Ooh. Travis the Turd. Oh, oh man, we got, I got to email him. We got to no, get him back you don't. on playoff preview for the uh, no. Carolina Hurricanes. No, oh, agreed. no. Uh, maybe you know what? Maybe next, maybe next week. Hmm. I think we got to get Randy on. I would love that. Yeah, that that would I miss be, him. I mean, I miss him. I miss him. No, said no one ever. I I just said it. Nope, you didn't mean I, it. I just said it. The NHL did get it right though. That was a distinct kicking motion, by the way. I don't think so. Oh Jesus Christ! It's five one. What the fuck happened? Two empty yeah. netters. And they got to play this yeah. last six tenths of a second, apparently. Oh, you're way behind us. As always. Oh, I was yeah. in the middle of a story, Nick. No, I said Billy. He's like a six yeah. pence left. Yeah. I thought you were I thought you were talking. Oh, it's over now. Oh, Just like thanks, that. Billy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really the Devils did not come back in those six tenths of a second with four goals to, to <laughs> scoring oh, four man. goals in in four tenths of a second, I think would be a record, Bill. No, six tenths of a second, so no. Oh, uh, sorry. Well, with that uh, Florida Panthers loss, it put two X marks next to two additional teams to Mm -hmm. stamp their playoff tickets, that of the Toronto Maple Leafs and your New York Rangers. No, your New York Rangers. Congratulations. Your New York Rangers. Your New York Rangers. The marketing department is going to uh, commemorate that right now. So if you all rush to Twitter, you can see the tweet. Yeah, I'm still suspended. I can't get on Twitter at all. I don't know what the hell I did. Did you ask to get reinstated? I never. I did. And I I did. I haven't heard back. And I made a (laughs) new account and and I had it for like a minute and then they suspended that one. They they somehow they figured out it was still me. Wow. Jesus. Okay, Tom. You know what's impressive? You can go Boston, like and retweet. Boston is currently has 119 points with 73 games played. Their goal differential is 118. It's they could ridiculous. potentially score or have a higher differential than points in this season, which... That's ridiculous. I don't know if I've ever heard of that, to be honest. Their differential is, is so far in front of everybody's. I mean, the highest next to them is 55, which Jersey's going to lose some tonight. But with yeah, even that, no 53 for Carolina, I mean, those are outstanding. They're more than doubling that. It's insanity. 47 for the Stars in the West, but that's a that's that's the closest. And in, in the West, in the West, yeah, yeah. 
And they're they're third in the they're fucking gone. I mean, they're a point behind Minnesota and Colorado. They would be sixth in gold differential in the East. Sixth. Yeah. Wild. Yeah, East goodness. is a powerhouse. Oh, stupid, stupid powerhouse East. Boy, oh boy. If the Rangers win tomorrow night, that Thursday night game could be for second place. My goodness gracious. I, I, I didn't think that we were going to have a chance of, of getting into second place. Uh, honest to God. When the team you're chasing goes on a losing streak. In the Eastern Conference. Just or in the or Eastern starts League. playing very shitty at the very least. It, it helps. Whew. Two wins in their last uh, eight games. Kind of, kind of helps the other, you know, the team's chasing climb in, climb back. Right, into but the as, hunt. as they always say, be thankful it's happening now and not in three weeks from now. Right? I think they got to fire him and dig up Jacques Lemaire's body and <laughs> put him behind the bench. What? They're not going to friggin' Robbie Fatorik this guy right oh, now. God. I hope they do. No way. Oh, I hope they do. I saw an article today talking about, you know, he's one of three coaches that uh, doesn't have a contract for next season. And, you know, what are they going to do? They got to resign them. And I'm just like, no, they really don't. They have to, they have to, to sign in. Lindy Ruff. That's what the article said. Do you think it's Lindy Ruff tough is, crowd. is, is, rough is behind crowd. this turnaround by the Devils this year? <laughs> no, absolutely not. I, I think he's done everything in his powers to help the turnover, the, 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 the turnaround be even less. Could have been better. Wow. Not I, I don't, an endorsement. I don't think he's got any. It, his fingerprints are all over this team in terms of constant line juggling. And Tom, you don't know anything about that. Holding some players accountable, but not others. You know, if you're a younger kid, you get held accountable and you'll sit the net, you know, you make a couple of mistakes. You're going to sit the next game. But if you're miles wood, you could fall all over the ice and, and, and miss blow, you know, blow defensive assignments, but you'll be in the roster. You'll be in the game every night. Doesn't fucking make sense. No team is immune to, to line juggling. Steve. No, but this is epic proportions. Well, on that down note, that's going to do it for us. Oof. Oh, fuck yourself. <laughs> Ooh, gosh. Don't forget to go on to Twitter at friends underscore rivals and congratulate your New York Rangers on making the 2023 Stanley Cup playoffs. They're your New York Rangers. And the Maple Leafs. Somebody's Maple Leafs. Well, fuck the Maple Leafs. They're not and the Flyers. New York Rangers. Fuck the not Flyers. Biden's Maple Leafs. Fuck the Flyers. Leaves review on fuck Apple Podcasts. We will read them on the air. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, Fucking Friends and Rivals games, podcast. Turn on notifications the whole week. so you never miss an episode of the Friends and Rivals podcast. Billy, say something, Woody. As a half Italian, I'm appalled at the use of ragu to try to burn a house down. You know, you got to burn a house down with, you know, homemade from scratch, you know, uh, gravy. It's gravy. Come on. I mean, to be fair, you just throw ragu out. To be fair. It might light the whole garbage can on fire. It is that terrible. No, you can see this out. All my friends and rivals. Flyers fuck, flyers fuck.